0: Welcome into your Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Sunday, windy and partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Highs in the mid 60s, west winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 50 50 chance of rain. Lows in the mid 40s, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Monday, cloudy, chance of rain in the morning, then chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs 55 to 60, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, 50 50 chance of rain. Monday night, mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain showers in the evening. Low is 40 to 45. West winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tuesday, warmer, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy, high 65 to 70. West winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tuesday night through Thursday, partly cloudy, lows around 45, high 65 to 75. Thursday night and Friday, partly cloudy, lows around 50, highs around 80. Friday night, partly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms, lows 50 to 55. Saturday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms, highs around 80. The Haverhill County Library is reopening to the public on Monday. With the reopening, the following precautions will be in place. Patrons will be required to wear a mask while in the library. Those without a mask will be provided one. Patrons are also required to wash their hands after entering the library. No more than 10 patrons will be allowed in the library at a time, and those entering the library are asked to maintain social distancing and keep visits to 30 minutes or less. Collections, public restrooms, and drinking fountains will remain closed to the public due to an inability to keep them sanitized. Temporary library hours will be Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. They will remain closed on weekends. The first hour the library is open each day will be reserved for vulnerable populations. Curbside pickup will continue to be offered. A Fort Belknap man convicted of assaulting and strangling a woman in Lodgepole last year has been sentenced to 28 months in prison, followed by three years of supervised release. After a two-day trial in January, a jury found Jordan Alexander Work, 32, guilty of assault by striking, beating, or wounding and of strangulation. The prosecution said that Work assaulted and strangled the victim on April 8, 2019 by grabbing her hair and throwing her to the ground. Work kicked her in the chest, punched her in the head, and choked her. The victim was treated for injuries that included a broken rib at the Indian Health Service in Harlem. The case was investigated by the FBI and Fort Belknap Law Enforcement. U.S. District Judge Brian M. Morris presided. Montana State University Extension educators say that trusts have gained more attention during the coronavirus pandemic as a tool to handle financial affairs. However, trusts may not be the right choice for everyone, and individuals should learn the pros and cons of the different types available. One option is a revocable living trust, which is a legal arrangement that shifts ownership of property or specific assets into legal ownership of the trust. People should also consider whether there are other legal arrangements to achieve their goals, such as a financial power of attorney or written will. More information about revocable living trusts is available on the MSU Extension website. Turning to state news. Montana is moving ahead with its attempt to ease crowding on one of its most popular rivers. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has put forward a proposal for regulating fishing outfitters and easing crowding on the Madison River, one of the top fly fishing destinations in the world. The proposal would cap the number of guided trips and bar guides from some sections of the river on certain days. The Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission is going to discuss the proposal during a virtual meeting on June 12th. Guides say the economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic makes this a bad time to consider regulating the river. Turning to regional news, Health officials say 45 additional people have tested positive for COVID-19 in North Dakota, bringing the state total to 2,861 cases. North Dakota has confirmed 72 deaths from complications of the coronavirus, but none were reported Sunday. 31 of the positive cases reported Sunday were in Cass County, which has been the epicenter of the state's coronavirus outbreak. The county that contains Fargo now has more than 1,900 confirmed cases. 28 people were hospitalized Sunday. Down, one from the day before. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today… George Gaylord Rice, age 87, passed peacefully surrounded by loving family March 25th at Big Sandy Medical Center of Natural Causes. A celebration of life will be held in Big Sandy on Friday, June 12th at 11am at St. Margaret Mary Catholic Church. Carolyn L. Hattie, 91, passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center on Monday, March 9th. Cremation has taken place and graveside services will be held at 1pm on Tuesday, June 9th and Carolyn and her husband Sam will be interred at that time. Carolyn's family has suggested memorial donations be made to the American Cancer Society for Cancer Research or to the charity of the donor's choice. And that does it for your Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your weekend, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.